You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. Hello, my name is Jared Logan, and you're watching The Game Garage on the Glass Cannon Network. This is a show where we play tabletop role-playing games. And this week, and for the next few weeks, we are playing Worlds Without Number, the incredible dungeon crawl RPG from Kevin Crawford and Sign Nominee Publishing. I hope I have pronounced that right. Uh, We have an incredible cast. We met them last week. Let's bring them back into the garage. Please welcome Zach Reno, Mary Lou, and Edgar Blackman. What's up, guys? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. I feel like a morning drive time DJ this morning. Oh, yeah. 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 I need a a keyboard of sound effects. (laughs) Wow, wow. I don't know. (laughs) There it is. Yeah. Does anybody listen to the radio? Is it still actually on? Can you still pick up radio stations? Yeah, um, you can. You can yeah. do it, you and can. it's still free. It's there. <laughs> it's Turns free. Out. It's free. I'm yeah. going to tell you the most the most disquieting thing about myself, and that is I drive Uh-oh. in silence. I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to the music. I drive in absolute silence. It's my special thinking time. How do um, you How do you uh, finish your podcasts? I don't listen to podcasts, and I've said this before, and it's because Thanks. I can't listen to every podcast, so I don't God listen to for any you, podcast. Mary Lou, what? Wow. I've been waiting for someone to take that stand for years. I'm the only one. No, I have listened Not to ever. like a couple podcasts. Like I listen to Serial, and I listen to S Town. Serial was barely a it. podcast. Serial was, was an a adventure. Phenomenon. <laughs> yeah, it was good. Well, right, uh, right, I think right. that's really cool. I think uh, that's like when uh, you go, hey, have you seen a TV show? And someone goes, I don't even own a TV. You're like uh, the person who does that, but for podcasts. I don't want to be that cool, but I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I'm just letting you guys know so that like one day when I commit my big crime, you can't say like there were no signs. There was. There was one sign, and that's I drive in silence. And- what are you thinking about in the car? <laughs> Oh, all of uh, my problems. Um, <laughs> That's, well, that sounds really relaxing. <laughs> Usually. No, I don't know. It's it's like, oh, I saw a bird sometimes. Um, I don't, there are people in the cars next to me. I like to look at them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think about driving, about uh, where I'm okay. going to go next. I, I, I think that I, I don't do the absolute silent version of that. But I do think that one of the main reasons that I cannot live in, like, New York is because I, like, in going from point A to point B, I cannot be in a, in a, in a sharing a space with that many other people. Uh, like, I have been spoiled by, like, the oasis of a car in which I have, like, total control over the climate. The sound, mm-hmm. the speed how at hard, which it travels, how hard you smell. cry, mm-hmm. how hard, how hard I cry, how high I climb, how fast yeah. I run. 
the dreams, How far you go? The dreams I make for myself <laughs> and my children. Now, I lived in New York for seven years, and I absolutely felt that when I got to LA and started driving around. I was like, <sighs> it's my really own space. nice. Yeah. Uh, how peaceful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, New York. Um, it's probably great for the environment that you all do that, but it's wild. And I don't know how <laughs> you function. A lot yeah. of the glass cannon niche, they're used to a New York cast. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we're bringing LA vibes today. <laughs> LA baby. Yeah. Hey, why don't you just relax and have a little avocado? I'll just meet you some, down on Verdugo. Just put some avocado so on your easy. toast, you monsters. It's fine. <laughs> it's only <laughs> like ten dollars. You're gonna love it. It's oh, great. It's fantastic. It's well a worth mile away. Dry. It's dry. dry. It's a mile away. You're gonna walk. Just it's a dry. dry. It's a dry heat. You have, you can't be walking in a dry no. heat. You're, you're gonna regret it. it. You're gonna regret it out there. You walk. I promise you. What about you, Edgar? What's what do you what do you listen to in the car, man? Oh man, I'm the exact opposite. I don't think I could. I think I could only drive in silence if I really was like. I need to really think about this situation. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to so much, so much fantasy football podcasts. Uh, I listen to hip hop instrumentals. I listen to. I don't know, jazz music, gospel choir practice. I'd be like, what songs are we singing on Sunday? I'm almost never, I can't imagine spending more than... Wait, you listen to gospel choir recordings so that you can prepare to sing? I imagine it's a practice track made by the gospel choir he's performing (laughs) with. You're not just listening to a gospel choir practice. A different choir practice, a song. That you're not affiliated with. I'm 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 listening to gospel songs to rehearse for ah. Sunday. Okay. I thought it was the kind of thing like how my mom would watch Big Brother and then she'd also watch Big Brother After Dark, which is just like <laughs> the live feed of them at night. And it's like you don't want just the gospel choir; you also want rehearsals. Want the rehearsals. Like, well, yeah, such yeah. a big. I want to hear like just the altos get their notes. Yeah, yeah. Well, sure. yeah I had straight up because I did choir all through all through high school, like oh, all the time. And we Bless would get recordings from the, we would be like in the practice room and the teacher would be like, okay, here's just the tenor part of yes. Handel's Messiah or whatever. So you'd be in the car or whatever, listening to like the wildest melody you've ever heard because it doesn't mm-hmm. have the other parts with it. Yeah. That's yeah. how you learn to, that's how you learn to carry a harmony, Jared. And I can't well, believe you're so, I can't believe you're so anti this. I'm pro. I think I, I was, I imagine Edgar was like reviewing footage, like football players look at old plays, like to get ready, which I guess. Oh man. Sopranos came in at least a half second late on that. And they always do because they don't have, like, they've always got the melody and they're on autopilot at all times. Man, get it together. As someone who was raised Soprano, but later in life turned alto. You're absolutely right. You're absolutely right. Okay, so since I have a cast of all singers. um, This will be a musical episode. Oops, I'll say Well, here's what I'll say. If the players (laughs) at some point find an organic way to use that talent in the game, I I couldn't help but give some sort of bonus or, you know, reprieve from death or some sort of (laughs) advantage... Can I can I just say I'm putting Our Jared on blast. Piece. Jared has already sent us a character that we can plug in in the event that one of our characters dies, which is extremely rude. 
because we have been we have been playing this campaign for, for two hours for two hours yeah. and most of it was character creation, character creation. And like by the way here's here's who one of you is going to be when one of the people that we just spent an hour making is dead <laughs> and yeah. he doesn't make it through episode two it does. and I would like to add the other line in that email was I'll be making a few more of these <laughs> as we go as well when inevitably we need this character thank you so much for the faith <laughs> so, so Jared, what is your prediction that we are all going to die once or that one of us is going to die multiple Several times? Several times. Well, the good thing uh, to remember, and this is a great place to segue into the game, but the good thing to remember about old school dungeon crawl RPGs, of which Worlds Without Number is one, is that if you think strategically and play carefully, you won't die at all. But if so you... So what you're saying... Is that you have no faith in this particular group to do those things. To do those I just things. wanted to be prepared. I just wanted to be prepared. I, I realized that sending you an extra character just in case feels like a threat. Like I might as well, you know, wrapped it around a brick and thrown it through your window. Yeah. But it felt like emotionally. So. Yeah. But uh, it's good to have it there just in case. Uh, because this game can be pretty <laughs> unforgiving. I think we have what's our lowest uh, HP uh, hit points on one of our characters. Four, five. And I think I'm at I'm at four. Yeah. Four for the assassin. I'm at four five. for our Mary Lou's at like six. I'm at right? six. I'm at yeah. Six. So you know, those uh that's not a lot okay. uh, at level one. Um really not. but let's that's a, this we, is a great place to great. introduce reintroduce our characters <laughs> uh and to give a little recap. So last time our three wanderers, Corby, the mage and failed blacksmith. Rotilda, the scion of a royal family who was rejected by her family or ran away from her family, uh, a brave warrior, and Jazz the Exile, uh, an assassin who was framed in the deep where he uh, comes from. Um, they all wandered into the town of Edgewood Station, a town completely ran and owned owned by the Angrabedu Corp. This is a town where they harvest silk from uh, silkworms, uh, and it's located on the edge of a forest so that uh, they can farm these worms and make silk from them. Uh, they wandered into town. They went to a place called Garrick's uh, Games House, where they met uh, the bartender uh, who told them a little bit about what's going on in town. They met Gorick, actually. Uh, and talk to Gorick, uh, who is an entrepreneur here in town, who caters to the um, the vices of the workers, the silk workers, with his uh, games of chance and his uh, his brews here in Gorick's game house. And they also met Emra, um, a barmaid with a mysterious past. Apparently, she wandered out of the woods uh, several months ago with no memory of where she came from. Uh, and just before we concluded our session last time, uh, a silk worker ran into the tavern, into Gorick's game house, and announced that another silk worker had been murdered back at the encampment, back at the at the silk farm. Um, so, uh, I believe our our characters were getting ready to perhaps go and offer their services to uh, the silk farmers uh, to to take care of whatever is murdering them. Um, you guys can go straight straight there, straight to the silk farm, straight to the silk uh, mining operation, or you can uh, go and um, explore some other things before you head straight over there. It's completely up to you. Uh, the town is yours, uh, but we will start in Gorick's game house where we have just seen 
uh, a silk worker announced another one dead I'm I quit give me some of your strongest whiskey Gorik I'm done with this place okay um as leader I would uh, my first decision is um jazz what do you think we should do I say we approach this uh, angry Bedu and uh, ask him for work. Maybe he can get us closer to whatever's going on in those woods. Hmm. I what think that's a good idea. Wonder if the silk farmers. This seems to be like a thing that happens a lot. So logically speaking, you might be able to gather some information from all of them. Also, really good ideas, team. I'm gonna wander over to that man who just who just made a big declaration. Yeah, he's uh, sucking down his whiskey. Uh, excellent quaffing, sir. Um, I was just wondering if maybe you could tell me a little bit more about what you experienced out there in the wilderness. Not much to say. Your ladyship, they found another body. So far, we've lost six silk farmers to those woods, and I'm not going to be one of them. Wow, well, how do they die? Do they just disappear? Like, what? No. We noticed that uh, our crop of silkworms had been uh, removed from the trees in some places, uh, and uh, after that... Uh, we started just finding bodies that had been horribly mauled, as if by some wild beast in the woods. Their overalls torn to shreds, their throats opened, meat removed from their bodies as if they'd been gnawed on. Gnawed on. Gnawed on. Yes. <laughs> Did you say... Uh, sorry, my lady. If I may no, no, no. jump yeah, in real totally. quick. Get in there, hop in what, there, bud. What is, did you say the silkworms were removed? First of all, the worms are in the trees? Yes. We uh, we raise the worms uh, in... Uh, we raise the worms and then we attach them to the trees. They, they only eat uh, the white oslik trees, the leaves of the white oslik trees that are only located in this wood. And so we raise the worms and we attach them to the trees and wait till they get nice and plump. And then we pull them down and we boil them and uh, weavers remove the silk. And so when people were attacked, the worms were in the trees or the worms were not in the trees? We just noticed that something had been destroying our, our worms for a while, perhaps eating them, some sort of predator, something was taking them out of the trees, and then shortly after that we started discovering bodies. So it eats worms and people? Perhaps. I'm not gonna stick around to find out. I gotta be honest with you guys, I totally thought silk was just like a plant. I didn't know that it came from big worms and trees. That's Baffled, really gross. Baffled by the entire process. Yeah. Uh, like, that's really wow. shocking to me. Well, it's very interesting. And then he starts going into a long, very technical explanation of how silk is produced. Yeah, Corby is fascinated, and, <laughs> and like, and it comes from from the the worms make it. The they are the worms are it. 
The You're silk kidding. is worms. Yes, yes. When they enter the pupil stage, they become large pods. Very valuable. Why, one of those pods is worth five to ten silver. Well, that's that's about as much as I have right now. When they reach the late pupil stage, we pull them off the trees and boil them, and then, then we open up the pod and we remove the silk in a very specialized process. And the worm uh, is fried if and I goes just... free? Yeah, Jazz. Please. Yeah, Jazz, absolutely. What were you doing? Uh, uh, the, the worm, the worm, the worms disappear at what state? Are they disappearing before they become pupils? Once we put after? them into the, once we've attached them to the trees in the woods, that's when they started, our crop of worms started uh, getting stolen or, or, or destroyed. So before or after they became <sighs> expensive? Look. Uh, oh, all right. Probably uh, at several different stages. Okay, but, okay, got it. But uh, even even one of the witch moths that, that, that you know it can be very valuable at any stage. It's valuable because it, it could become a silk a silk producer. Hmm. Hmm. Mm. Forgive me. I'm not too educated about these parts. Are the moths witches? No, it's just the name of the breed. Oh, it's just a name. Just a name. Yes. They, and they're named because they do magic, but they're not witches. They don't. Listen, I have to get out of this town. They I'm are I'm not magic. in this business anymore. Oh, okay. Sure, sure, sure. Totally. Guy, I'm going to go wouldn't. become a, some other kind of worm tender. Do you know anybody oh. who's any other towns that are looking for worm tenders? Um... I- we barely know this town, and I guarantee yeah. you we don't know any others. Very specific job. I, yeah. I don't think so. Um, but I promise I'm going to keep my ear to the ground, and if I hear any jobs tell related you, to worms, I'm going to let you know. Tell you what, though. We're sort of, I think, embarking on a plan to make this particular job uh, a little bit safer. Oh, that's so a you, really good point. Quirky. If you wanted to, like, not leave town... Or, like, if you can't find another one, check back. The big thing that's eating all the worms, which, by the way, I'm calling it right now, it's a big worm. It's a big oh, worm that's eating the little worms. It's a big worm. It's definitely a big worm. Because if okay, I was a big worm and there were all these little worms around here, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I would be asserting my dominance. Because that's how animals work. You've been talking to this gentleman long enough that he gives you a, uh, he gives you some more inf- information. Um, yes. Um, you talk to him for a long while, and he reveals, because you're talking about giant worms, that legends say that giant insects used to rule this forest. Used to rule it? Yes. Like they had You've a heard of the of outsiders. Government? I've heard the of the outsiders. outsiders of, of aeons ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, We've yeah. all heard of the outsiders. They They're come in many forms. And, it, and legends say that this forest was once completely ruled by giant insects. I don't like that at all. No, I really don't like that. Um, but thank you so much for that information. Yeah. Another whiskey barkeep. Definitely a good heads up. Appreciate yeah. You. yeah, yeah. We, we do. Uh, you spent so much time talking to us, and you were fully about to leave town, and we just sort of stopped you on the way out. So thank he you. He actually for the time. is going to stay now and see if you uh, see if you fix the problem. Yeah, right. we really appreciate right. that vote of confidence. It really means a lot when there are people who believe in you and believe in what you can do. And yeah. that you won't die. Uh, and we, don't, we don't believe in you in 
I find your job repulsive, but I'm so glad that you do it because I don't think I ever could do it. And that's important. Some of the silk workers have gathered around and are kind of drinking with you now and asking you how you're going to stop the murders from happening. And one of them tells you uh, that you should talk to Bragamar Addis. He's a company foreman, and he might be able to tell you more. That's great. Is Angra, Jared, is Angra Bedu a person or two people? or it's the name of the company. Right. The name of the company. But is it named for, like, a guy, or is it named for... Two women. It's named for, it's named for two different uh, people, women. a woman and a man who own the company. Uh, but they are all the way back in Clarum, in the capital of Nuvoth. They Kyle, are Kyle Angra and Rebecca Bedu. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Good. You know them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where we go way back. Okay. Cool. Um, okay. We need to talk to. What was the name of the of the person you just said? Bragamar. Bra- Bragamar Addis. Bragamar Addis. Mm. Um, can you point us to Bragamar? I just want Jazz and Rachelda. I want you. To, I'm already formulating a plan. Okay, totally. How to, how to Hustle, uh, plan. huddle, team huddle. All right. Uh, um, they put oh, you away. for me for my plan right no, now. No, yeah, this was for oh, you, buddy. Okay, this okay. was all you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think we listen. Here's what I know: people in this world that just run into combat who just taken who are like i feel like i have initiative let's go fight a thing yeah they die sure we should not do that i think so right it seems like we could lay a trap for this thing and i kind of say that specifically because that is the only way that i will be able to contribute to this (laughs) battle in a meaningful way i'm not really this hammer is not a fighting hammer so i think we lay a trap I'll, like, start us off with a big bang, and then you two, like, jump in and finish it off. Hopefully, it'll just be dead immediately. If it's not, then it's not a thing that we should be fighting at all. And we'll run away and regroup. And it's important that none of us get caught in the blast that I'm going to do, because statistically, it would immediately kill any of us. Okay. Sick. Sick. You know, I didn't even think about setting a trap. Um, so that's like really awesome that you thought of that and I just want to say that I really value your um, contribution to the team thank you uh, since we're in a huddle I, I totally do, jazz get in here get in just here just really want to just something that's nagging at me it's the mm. they keep losing the worms in the pods but they don't say they find worms and pods torn up everywhere yeah where do so they go how is how how it feels <sighs> The, the the grimy fingerprint of business feels upon this moment. It's just like... You think someone's stealing worms. I think someone is stealing worms and killing workers to cover up their tracks. But I, I, I don't know. I used to live in a deep. Okay. You, I don't you, trust things. If we you don't trust up, things. I think after we blow up this monster, we should question it. it. We if should find a, out who sent it. Yeah. Can you question monsters? I'm pretty sure that you can try. And, I, or maybe once we blow up the monster, that's such a good point, Rotilda. Maybe it'll I be was, wearing like a collar that says, like, that says a return. The, uh, an address. Property property for a guy. Yeah. yeah. My, my family Jim's would have little, 
small lap dogs um, that were white and very soft, and they would also wear little collars. So maybe this monster might have one. We d- you don't know. Maybe you this don't. maybe this next fellow has. Uh, I mean, we should see who would stand to profit, right? By well, that's what we'll here. ask Bragamar. That's a good idea. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay, to Bragamar. Very good. Um, so uh, the workers point you in the direction of the offices uh, of the silk farm. And so there is this large uh, fenced enclosure around uh, a portion of the wood or like bordering a portion of the wood. Um, and then attached to that is, uh, you know, a, a wooden structure recently erected, uh, painted uh, white uh, with a whitewash recently. Uh, and you can see Angribeto Corp on a sign uh, hanging above the door. And that uh, those are the offices of the Angribeto Corp here uh, overlooking the little hastily built town. And you enter uh, and there is a man with uh, really, really um, bushy gray eyebrows, uh, mostly bald with like a little bit of bushy gray hair at the very top of his head uh, and uh, really thick spectacles. Uh, and he looks over at you and he says, Yes? What? Yes? Hi. Uh, Hello. We, we, we were thinking about um, uh, maybe could we have some information, please? Information? I'm pretty busy, your ladyship. I'm afraid I don't have time for people looking for work right now. Oh, that's okay. No, we're going to help you. We want to know about all the dead people. Um, and mm. to maybe fix it, uh, have in a sort of problem-solving way. Quiet, quiet, oh. quiet. Come in. Who told you about the murders? Uh, literally everybody's been talking about it super loud um, all over town. Oh, damn it. Uh, I can't afford it to spread too far. Uh, this okay. operation is... Well, it's sort uh, of... I think that's... I think it's, it's a little... I think it's spread... Yeah, yeah, we're strangers. Really we just showed up here, it. and it was like it was like the first thing we I learned about like this place. Five dying. minutes, yeah. like, like everybody's dying, yeah, and they're not even just that. they're like being like mauled and murdered with like meat chunks. Yeah, like we know like details Furious. about it, and we just got here. I don't yes, even yes, remember yes, the yes, name yes, of this well. place. Yes, yeah, all right, very well. Yes, you have my number. So you've heard. So so what? So so what? What do you want then? Well, well. We want to fix it. Money. Money, maybe, for, for fixing it. Uh, it just sort of was a thought. Mm, you think that you have the steel and the, the guts to go out and find whatever this thing is and stop it? Any My sword is in, made from steel. Any candles in this room, Jared? Uh, <laughs> of course. Well, he has a lamp, but it has like a little, a little melted candle inside of it. Uh-huh. The, is it on or off? It's off. It's daytime right now. It's yeah. on now. Uh, You have the legacy Oh yeah Every Yeah I got all of it I know what that means And I'm And your companions They do not Um, Uh, But but I got a sword I got a sword And it is made of steel So I think I don't know Hmm So Wandering adventurers Are you huh uh, yeah, that's that's kind of a good way of putting it. Yeah, problem say, solvers. Yeah. We like to think of ourselves yeah. as a as problem solvers. Yes, ones that go seeking for adventure usually find themselves six feet underground. Mm-hmm. We should let him talk. You really should. He's well, so I won't. So good I, at it. Okay. I won't. I won't. I won't lie. 
You have my number. We have a, a, a great problem here, and it's killing our profits. It's killing our crop, and I have to do something about it. And yet the last adventurer that went into the wood hasn't come back. Oh, so you've already... Mm. You've already thrown an adventurer at yeah, it. You sent one person out there. Just one, though, right? Yeah, right. Great. A great warrior named Hearn agreed to take a contract slaying whatever's out there in the wood. Mm, a great mountain Hearn? of a man. Wait, Do you know him? Hearn? A great mountain of a man with a red mustache. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Hearn? Big guy, red mustache. So big. Yeah. Uh, I don't know Hearn. Hearn. This is I haven't cool. seen him in over a week, and there have been more deaths since then. Oh. Guys, I... Hearn's a... Hearn's a big dude. Hearn's a beast. Yes, okay. yes. I thought he was up to the challenge, but apparently not. <laughs> no, he so, probably did. So you found uh, Hearn's dead body in the wood? We haven't found him at all. Okay, well, that's, again, suspicious. Maybe, Jazz, you're rubbing up? off on me. Yeah, yeah huddle, huddle, huddle up, team, huddle team, up, huddle. Just for a second. I don't know, guys. I don't know. See, I don't know. And I think you're rubbing off on me. All the bodies are getting slashed and just left behind, but Hearn? But that Hearn, one? a true warrior? Oh, mm. tr- uh, 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 this guy's battle-tested. He's either dead or 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 he's not dead. If he's dead, where is his body? They, they got everybody else's body. They don't got her entire. Something about this. Such a good point, feels. Jazz. That is a he's really either good dead point. or not dead. I you think know it's important to remember dead. that. And, and if he's and not he, dead, then where is he? And if he's not dead, then where is he? Because I think he's still, like, let's posit this. Okay. Let's assume he is not dead because he's hurt. Yeah. It's hurt. Right. It's hurt. So if he's not dead, he's out there somewhere. Yeah. And that means there's a complication with going into the woods, which everyone seems to think is a bad idea. We've heard mm-hmm. big, big insects, right? Yeah. Probably, probably like, so could he have gotten lost? I don't know if Hearn is a good navigator. I know he's a good warrior. Maybe yeah. he's biding he his time. Maybe he's waiting. Maybe <sighs> he is. Maybe, maybe it's him. Maybe, <gasps> maybe he's the insect. Maybe Hearn was like, I don't have any work. I got to start killing people and then get hired to go kill the thing that's killing people. Twist, oh, no, the thing man. is me. I was I'm, so I'm a very busy man. Okay, yeah, sorry. Busy yeah. Okay, so we're still huddling. Yes, no, I, I hate close. to break up your huddle. I know that's very rude, but you're just sort of standing in the center of my <laughs> office conferring with only each other, and it's yeah. sort of uncomfortable. So that's right. I'll okay. give you the Fair. same deal I gave Hearn. I'll pay 50 silver for every monster you slay and drag out of that wood. If it seems that they are the monsters that are capable of of doing the grisly deaths that have become of my men. Mm. That last part, sorry, contractually, is an extremely red flag for me. It was, it was here's poorly I, worded as well. What I picture <laughs> is I'm going to pull three monsters out of that wood, right? And then you're going to say... It doesn't seem to me like these could be the monsters. Mm. And then your monster mm. problem is solved, and I don't have any silver. Does it have claws? Does it have teeth? If it is has those it? things, then what I'll if know. It's a man? It's, what if, what it's, if a it's a bug? man? Yeah. Can or a man a rip out another man's throat with his teeth? I've, Absolutely. I've done that Earn. several times. Earn. Could it disembowel a worker with its claws? I mean, I didn't have claws, but I did yeah. just. It was an accident. But and I didn't mean to. Just to be real, like you're, we we kill the monsters. You're going to pay us, and we're just going to say this is a good faith deal. Yes, yes. Okay, I'm I'm okay, I'm okay I'm a with that. Straight shooter. What's your name, sir? Bragamar Addis. Bragamar. 
You're the Bragamar Addis. The Bragamar Addis. Okay, Bragamar. Um, I think that sounds like a good deal, team. Um, if you try and go back on it, uh, I, I don't... Um, I don't recommend what would happen to you. Yeah, it so. might be like this, and then the candle goes out. <laughs> I'll be I'll be honest with you. We love what metaphor. I, what I'm paying you is a drop in the bucket compared to the money we'll make if we're able to save this operation. Oh, okay. Then we would like to renegotiate. Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I've shown too then. much of my hand. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely two fifty. Two hundred and fifty, all so told, per Wait. monster. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Does anybody have the trade skill? Corby does. No, he don't. What? <laughs> you almost took it, but you decided not to take it. I changed it. <laughs> That's God right. damn it, Corby. <laughs> okay. Um, okay. Uh, yeah, we're going to go for it. I'll do, a tra- I'll do a trade roll at a negative one. Try a trade roll at a negative one. Um, I think that this guy is... Uh, uh, is he a good businessman? He just tipped his hand way too much to you. Uh, so I guess he's not that great a businessman. Go out for a standard difficulty of eight. Okay. Remind me, do I add anything to this or nothing at all? Um, do you have a charisma modifier? E- no. Okay, so it's just at negative one because you're not trained in trade. And it's a d20? It's two d6s. So one d20 or, or two d6s. 2d6s. We'll go, with, <laughs> we'll go with the official rule of 2d6s. <laughs> roll them to see if you get to be 8 at a negative or 1. Or 7d20. Yeah, yeah. You okay. got to roll for an 8 at a negative 1. Wait, that's a fucking 12. That's Minus two 1 sixes. is 11. You succeeded. That's right. Um, he, will, he will go up. He won't go up to 250 per monster. He'll go up to 100 per monster. 100 oh. silver per monster. Listen, Deal guys, can I be accepted. honest with you? I'm never going to negotiate that good again in my whole life, so I think we should take this. Yeah, right, that's that's a great point, Corby. Thank you so much for for your for your work here, and to you, Bragamar, for well, your you, future money. You can leave this in the hand of the uh, Rotilda Corby Jazz Trio. Oh, and that man. is <laughs> still working on it. We're still working on it. That's right. I do love your group. I do do love the jazz trio. Jazz trio, though, that part's good, right? That's right. I don't know. It has like a ring to it. Yes, yes. Very well. I will work up the official paperwork. Yeah, just put jazz trio for now, and we'll maybe think of something (laughs) else to put in front of it. For sure, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. He does does so, and he puts it in writing uh, very quickly. He is a talented scribe, among other things. Uh, And he he gets your. He you gets everybody's signatures. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he talks for a while about different calligraphy <laughs> techniques. Yeah, Corby's uh, And you talk to him yeah. so long that he actually tells you a little bit more information about the area and the things that are going on. Okay. Uh, and the thing he tells you is that um, there used to be uh, what was thought of as a, a, a terrible and long-lived... A magic user uh, that sort of lived in these woods, a very terrible wizard named Croft the Defiler, but um, it is believed that he's been dead for a long time. He found dangerous relics out in the woods, uh, and no one has seen or heard of him since. So they thought it was safe to build a, a camp here and start their silk uh, farming operation, but... Perhaps Croft of the Filer's legacy yeah. still lingers over these woods. 
How long, How long has there? it been since Croth the Defiler he hasn't been seen in defiling? years. Hasn't been seen in years. But years like, like 20 years like or like years. five years. No, more like five years. Five years, okay. Okay, cool, cool. I was just wondering if it was like the age of a certain beautiful woman that I know that works in the bar. Mm, yes, Emra. You think Emra is Croft the Defiler? No, clearly not now. I was I just know. curious. If I don't I would, know. Listen, if I was a wizard, and I'm not yet, but like if I was... You're almost there, buddy. Thanks. Yeah, you're Thank really you working me. really Thank hard. Thank you. I'm going to do magic that's bigger than candles one day. You're going to both be really impressed. I know. I can't wait to see I'm it. I'm already impressed. I'm just yeah. saying, honest with if you. I named myself, like, I don't know, like, Jasmine the Alluring, I, would, I could, like, do all of my stuff, and no one would know it was me. Because would you look at Emra and be like, that's Croft the Defiler? No. Never no, in a million years no. would you think she was Croft the Defiler. I don't know what defiling means, but I'm pretty sure it's bad. It is. It's like, um, so picture like destroying a holy site or uh-huh. like really making a body unclean through damage or abuse. Right. Oh, Those okay, the worst cool. stuff. Oh, yeah. So it's like what my family does on weekends. Your, uh, yeah. Somebody okay. uses your blade to kill a man, then doesn't wipe the blood off. Oh, that's that's awful. He's you all are standing right. in my office, and I need the space. It's just Would really you mind? nice in here. There's Roger shade. That. It's hot outside. Yeah, I was, it's, is it really Ouch. that big of a deal? Out with you. Solve this problem for me, and you'll be paid. You'll be all paid right. handsomely. Thank you, Bragmar. Thank you, Bragmar. I mean, have a nice one. Yes, yes. We like to say thank you before we leave. Uh, thank you, Bragmar. So thank you find you yourself... <laughs> out in the in the you find yourself out in the silk operation um there are many workers running about you certainly are free to talk to them go back into town or you can see very clearly where the ingress into the woods uh through uh you know the areas where they've uh, attached w- worms to the trees is you you can see where you can kind of enter their farming uh area. I feel like we may not need too much more information for my I want to head Woodward. Well, I was going to say, do you mind if I if I sort of group think with us and these farmers real quick? Oh, absolutely. Let's get them in on the plane. Okay, uh, yeah. I we shall. don't want any innocent bystanders. Um, humble and disgusting worm farmers. <laughs> may I have your ear for a second? Um, a group gathers. Great. Listen, boys, girls, women non-binary friends I am looking for we're, we're planning to set a trap for the, for the beast that has been um, such a thorn in your side uh, so I guess I have a couple questions one, do these attacks always happen in the woods or can we set this trap on the edge of your farming operation and that's okay well um, I suppose yes, uh, you sound smart Tell yes. me more. From uh, you. I'm one of the worm tenders here. Hello. My name is Riggin. I didn't know um, worms had tenders, but now I'm intrigued. Yes. Hello. Hello. Um, uh, you're going to take care of whatever's been killing us? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the plan, absolutely. We are the problem solving jazz trio. Mm-hmm. The, the murders have happened within the farm. <laughs> the farm. The farm covers several acres of wood. And the murders have happened within the farm. The farm is in the woods. 
That's right. We we place the the, the creatures onto the trees so they can eat the leaves, and then they enter the pupil stage. Mm-hmm. Can you the have have the the six people that have been killed so far all in the middle of the farm on the place where the farm borders on the woods that is not farm. All over the place, seemingly I suppose random. they've been closer to the edge of the farm on the wood side. Right. Always one person, sometimes groups. Only one at a time. Interesting. Time of day. Um, generally, uh, uh, very early morning, or uh, right before we all leave the farm later in the evening. Twilight. During the crepuscule. The magic uh. hour. Interesting. I feel like that's the so kind of thing that I should know. If you're the no. magic guy, I mean, I'm the yeah. magic guy. I don't even know that. Now you magic know, well, Now I know, but I don't know what it is. Sure. Yeah, I don't know either. I just really can't know. ask. Can't ask this. No, no I'll, I'll ask. I'll ask. I'll ask. Because I'm thank just a. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Hey, I'm just. Um, excuse me. Uh, my my friend Riggin. I I just a quick question. I'm just a fool. So. Traveling name. Hey, hold on, don't talk about my friend that way. Yeah, I don't like it when you talk about yourself like that. Because you're like so. Thank you. You're so. I, you're so smart. You're so you're smart. Turn a phrase. Okay. So, okay. So I just was, I, I've never heard of this thing, magic hour. Is mm. there? Is there a time when magic is more likely or more powerful? It was mostly, it was mostly a joke that the game master was making. Um, Oh, okay. Twilight and Dawn, the magic hour. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, like, yeah. You yeah. talk to Riggin long enough that he like, gives you uh, another uh, a bit of information. Seems like a talk- seems like a uh, repeating pattern with us. I do love that. We talk to an NPC log and have the Jared's like, okay, they just they want to be We're done. Very inquisitive <laughs> people. We're friendly. There was friendly. a scholar that came by, came through town not long ago. Uh, who said that there is a giant structure in the center of the wood? What does it look like? I I I know not. Uh, I'm a simple worm tender, but who is who is that scholar? Uh, the scholar's name was Haman Piper. Okay, wait. Where did he go? The Haman Piper. Famous yes, reno- you know scho- everybody. Scholar of renown, Haman Piper. You know the new Vothian scholar, Haman Piper? Well, I've Listen. heard. I've heard of him. I told him that uh, I, I'm much interested in uh, old old books and, and maps, uh, and he showed me that he had several. Uh, I think he was hunting for treasure. He's uh, gone into the wood, and we haven't seen him since. And when was uh, that? Um, oh, maybe a week and a half ago. Okay, so He's dead for sure. You're but telling me that Hearn and Heyman Piper are in that wood somewhere? Uh, I I suppose so. Yes, I, I believe there was a, another uh, warrior who who went into the wood trying to it's solve our problem. Hearn. This is nuts. Yeah, like, this is what are these, compounding. Like the fam- these the famous people woods. <laughs> this is this, these celebrity woods. What is happening? I, I don't like it. It's not. It's not great. I don't think that that scholar, um, that might be a sort of after party event. You know what I mean? I don't, I don't know that it's out after like that structure does not seem necessarily. I mean, if I was a bad guy and I was setting, sorry, uh, what was your name again? 
Riggin. Riggin. Riggin, thank you so much for your time. Thank you we so much. We realize that we sort of continue our conversation as if the other person is not there, but I'm sure you all have a lot of work to do, so like, it's very please, rude. Riggin. Okay, I'm going to go thank off and do my work. And thank okay, you for your enjoy. time. Okay, enjoy. Have a great time. Thank you, Riggin. Glad I Every- was of service. You Everybody. so much. Okay, so like, there's a the big bad guy is hiding in the structure in the middle of the woods, and he's sending Gotta people be, seems, out, right? Seems logical. Step one, kill some monsters, but the monsters are going to keep coming. They're going to we make it to that big structure in the middle of the woods. For kill sure. the big worm that's sending all the little worms out to kill the other people. Find and rescue our friend Hearn. Learn some stuff from our friend Heyman Piper. And then, like, winner, winner, slay dinner. Croth the Defiler. I forgot about Croth the Defiler. Yeah, Croth is, Croth is definitely in that big structure in the middle of the woods. For sure. That's got to be Croth's house. It's cross, oh. it's cross House. It's International cross House of Cross. House. <laughs> it's gotta be. In- International House of Croft. It's gotta be, right? And that's probably, if I'm gonna be honest, what my intuition's telling me right now is probably where Emmer came from, too. But let's take things as they come, right? Let's deal with the small worms and to, then the big worms and then the big defile. Let's try to not listen. You take your worms small, then big. That's what everyone always says. Everybody's yeah. always said that. So, I've heard that. What time is it? I look um, it is now middle of the afternoon. Okay. So <laughs> we've got some time to set a trap before the, safest the time magic of the day. hour. Middle afternoon. Magic hour is far away. There's witnesses everywhere. Let's get to let's get to trap setting. Let's get to trapping. All right. Very good. So explain to me how you're going to set this trap. Okay, so I sort of like gather around and I, and I do we have do I have parchment and paper in my many things that I have? I'm a mage. I have to write down spells at some point. I have a quill of some point, I imagine. Maybe not. Yeah, well, you took the armored warrior pack, didn't you? Yeah, I did for no reason. So that doesn't come with uh, uh, parchment and paper. So perhaps you need to head over to the company store and purchase some of that. I could do that, or I could go back to a scribe who really loves us and loves it when I take up a lot of his time. Uh, I walk back into Bragmar Alice's house and be like, my guy, real quick, I will not huddle up in here again. Could I? Yes, yes, just take it, take it. Thank you, bye. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Please add, please add quill, ink, and uh, paper to your, um, to your inventory. Mm-hmm. Inventory items are important in this game. Great. Um, Good thing I've been keeping such track yeah, of Yeah, I definitely mind. wrote them all down. It's great. I just want to say, you probably do have a spell book, because you are a mage. But you don't um, take notes in a spell. I mean, come on. Right. Really now, now you have additional um, things that you can write with. Um, and so what are you going to do? Well, first, I'm going to just let me set the scene. that We're doing an Ocean's Eleven, like, huddled up. I'm unrolling this parchment on the floor and we're all looking down over it. And I'm like, I dip the quill and I just go like, okay, so here's the perimeter, right? Here's the edge of where the woods meets the silk worm farm. That's where we know that these attacks tend to happen. So we need to set a big juicy trap somewhere right about here. I circle like one of the trees and then I point like, that's that tree. Does that look good? How's that tree? Seems like a good tree to me. And what I think we should do is, Jazz, you're like pretty good at hiding, right? Yeah, I know how to stay out of sight. Great. I feel like this thing attacks worms. It also attacks people. 
there's no way it's already in the tree. So what if I got up in the tree as bait and we put an exploding, shall we say, rune at the bottom of the tree? And the reason I say me is because if either of you walk near this thing, it blows up. But if I do it, it does. Okay, that makes me uncomfortable, though, you being the bait, because you're very squishy. Extremely. And at least I can fi- at least I can fight for myself. I could be the bait. But maybe I'm not, maybe I'm, like, behind the rune or something. I don't know. I just... Somewhere where I can fight, and I go, hello, worm, I'm so tasty. Okay, that's and pretty it, good. Right, I felt like I was doing my best silkworm. I actually, yeah, I don't know that I can top Never that. Never seen or heard once. Here's the problem I'm bumping up against. It's really hard to sort of control the angle of enemy entry in this big open field. Sure. So, like, I want to make sure that Jazz is hidden in a place where he can reach the monster if needed, but also isn't in range of the big. Let uh, me set the scene a little bit then to help you with that. I think that mm. there are plenty of trees around and a mm. lot of foliage. So okay. it is possible for people that aren't acting as bait to hide nearby um, outside of the range of your explosion. Okay. The uh, entire farm is trees. It's it's just a section of the forest that's been kind of requisitioned by these worm tenders and I can tell you the trees also are covered in these thick uh, green and white pods that kind of hang off of them and they're quite large maybe larger than they would be on earth in our world they are you know the size of like footballs I hate that yeah Um, that's bad Uh, okay so alright if you want to be bait I'll just hide behind a tree. We can, listen, we can all Why don't hide we ask one of the workers the to be bait? That's such a great idea, Jack. That's such a great idea. You know, like that, the, and this is just me being cynical, maybe, but I think someone's purposefully attacking these workers, trying to hinder them from doing their jobs. So they won't We're come not to dressed the as mm. workers. Mm. And so maybe. The very presence of an armored mage would ward off our would-be attacker. So perhaps we could convince one of the workers to just pretend to go about their daily work while we lay in wait. How's this? No, that's a good idea. I just want to put this out as a backup plan. Because I'm suspecting if I was a worker and someone came to me with this plan, I would say no, absolutely. No, yeah, definitely. What if we didn't ask... And we just set the trap where one of the workers already is. Is working. But see, they that's don't a problem know. Because they're they don't know where the rune the is. They're going to set off the rune for okay. sure. Okay. Okay. Yeah, we should ask. But Jazz, I'm going to leave that up to you because there's no way. Like, I'm going to say, hey, I'm just going to ruin it. Yeah, uh, I, talking to people me, is hard for me. Let me try. So yeah. you, um, you want to talk to the workers? Do you want to talk to Riggin again or one of the other ones? Let me talk to Riggin. Hello, uh, Jazz, was it? Yes. Uh, Riggin, I have, I have a favor to ask of you. We are attempting to set a trap for whatever beast is coming to befall this camp. And we need your help. We need your help to find this beast, and we need your help to save Heyman Piper. And so... What can I what do? What we would like for you to do is just... 
to go about your work. And we will hide in the trees and the, the foliage around you. My mage friend, he will plant a rune that will explode the beast when it comes close. And all you have to do is do your job. And when the moment comes, flee. Run very Will the explosion be dangerous to me? If you are no, no. As it, long as you well, you are not near the rune, you we will instruct you as to where the rune is, so that you do not come close. Well, well. Might, we might need you to run past the rune, but don't okay. get too close to I the rune. I just can't do that. If he runs past the rune, it's gonna it's gonna. Oh, okay. Just, just, okay. Never think mind. Of I don't it, want you think to think of it like a. Um, are you like familiar with the the uh, what do we call this? The dead man's trigger. No, what is that? Okay, so picture the. Do, what, do you like put a physical thing up in the tree for the worms? Uh, yes, we put okay. the worms themselves up in the tree. Okay, so I'm going to turn one of these worms into basically a big explosion. And as long as you're next to it, when I do that, it will not go off. Um, let me check the, the range on the thing that I, <laughs> that I am. Uh, Contemplated. So, yeah, Suffice totally. to say that Regan agrees to this. He, he you guys have convinced wow, him without a role that it, well, he's a bit naive. So uh, he's probably putting his life on the line and not realizing it. Whether you feel guilt about that is up to your character, but um, he will help you. So um, let's look up this spell and let's put this trap in place. Uh, Regan is Regan. out on the edge of the wood where you have decided to set your trap where, where most of the attacks have occurred. Um, he, now that he's out here and the sun is starting to kind of sink, he seems a little bit more nervous than he did when he was talking to you, jazz. And, um, he is, uh, doing, uh, he's got a big basket, uh, that he's pulling along on wheels and he's dropping ripe worms into it. Uh, the big, the biggest pods, he's pulling them off of the trees uh, and uh, he keeps kind of glancing over to perhaps where uh, you are hidden, uh, you know, fearfully glancing over, like, is this okay? And um, I want to know what uh, all three of our PCs are doing. Are we setting the trap, Mr. Corby? Yes. Okay. So I can set this on an adjacent solid surface. Any creature that gets within two feet of it, that's, that's extremely close, triggers it. However, okay. anything that is next to it when the rune is cast does not set it off unless you get two feet away and then get back within two feet. Okay. So, so um, team, what do we think? The tree, maybe? Are we in the tree? Because we shouldn't set it in the tree if we're in the tree. Oh, I man. think I think it should be on the ground. I just have a feeling that this monster doesn't come from the trees. That it comes from the ground, right? Claws? I how, don't know. How tall is this tree? Very tall. Um, More than you would say five feet? More than five feet for certain. This is a great plan. Hey, um, what's this guy's name Riggin? Riggin? I just need you to stay more than five feet up this tree. You want me to climb into the tree? Do you not usually climb into the tree? Well, no, we do do some climbing. Um, yes, uh, okay. How thick is this tree? 
It's pretty thick. It's big. How much damage would knock down a tree? Say, um, I'd say an explosion. A tree of this size, you would need to you would need to do twenty or more damage. You're gonna be fine. <laughs> Climb up that tree. He begins climbing the tree. Um, and if you could just like sing a worker song, maybe about how like good you taste, or about <laughs> um, um, have you heard the legend of the bear who pretends to be a rain cloud? Uh, I haven't heard. Th- I want to hear this one. There's a bear, and he wants to get up into the tree to get the delicious, delicious honey from bees. That he pretends to be a rain cloud. I know the tune, and my mother used to uh, sing it to me in old Vothian. That's what I need you to do. Um, okay. That's right. He starts singing it. Um, okay, so now you two... Rotilda starts to cry. It's beautiful. Like, we should all hide in or behind, like, other trees. Probably, I would say, on the other... Like, wherever the edge of the woods is that doesn't farm... It's going to come from there. So yeah, we should hide sure. some uh, somewhere else. I'm going to... Yeah. Wait for the big boom and then go out and... Hopefully it will already be dead. Are you casting the spell? Okay, is he up on the tree? He's up on the tree. He's singing. Yeah. Okay. I put I put my hand on... On the trunk of the tree. Mm-hmm. Um I'm going to go hide behind a, a behind a tree, like, I don't know, 15 feet away. Great. Cool. I will hide in the foliage. Okay, yeah, wow. you're behind, like, some thick bushes. Yes. Uh, about 15 feet as well? Yes. Okay, and uh, it is uh, up to you, Corby. Are you uh, casting the rune? Yeah. I say, I, well, I look at it. Are we ready? Okay. And I'm like readying an attack. My sword is out. I am like focused. This is what we call right. my ultraviolence has been has been activated. <laughs> it's almost full dark now. Oh, and I'm hiding now. Riggin sings sings in the tree. Are you uh, with? Um, are you with Rotilda or Jazz, or are you kind of behind your own kind of foliage uh, at a distance, Corby? I'm for sure with Rotilda. <laughs> Yeah, you're with me for sure. Okay, so um, he's singing in the tree, and let's see. I'm going to tell you how many minutes pass before anything happens, okay? Uh, Maybe many minutes. Um, Let's see. Yeah, so over an hour has gone by, and uh, that is when after an hour you hear uh, from the tree the singing stops, (laughs) and uh, Riggin goes, Can I come down now? Uh... But before he does, um, suddenly there is a a glowing light from where you place the rune. It gets very bright, and then suddenly a huge explosion. Little bits of burning uh, leaves uh, and uh, pieces of tree start fluttering down out of the air. Something has set off your trap, and we'll find out what it was when we come back from our ad break. (laughs) You're watching The Game Garage play Worlds Without Number here on the Glass Cannon Network. We'll be right back. We're back with more Worlds Without Number on the Glass Cannon Network, and our party of heroes, Corby, Rotilda, and Jazz set a trap for whatever's been killing the silk workers on the silk farm here in Edgewood Station. 
um, and they they, they they cast a rune. Uh, specifically, Corby cast a r- explosive rune onto the side of one of the trees after they set one of the workers up as bait, and that rune has just exploded. This bright flash goes out through the night. Uh, pieces of tree fall from the sky, burning. Um, uh, there was an ex- extreme uh, blast uh, nearby, uh, and... Um, you can tell me how you're going to advance to look at your handiwork. What 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 set off the trap? I am going to, with sword drawn, very like quickly but stealthily approach to see what happened. I, I put a hand on your shoulder the second you start to move. Like I'm a little concerned. Normally, when I do that, I have a follow up thought where I like I wonder how much damage that. I didn't have that thought this time, so... Well, let's see um, how much damage it did. That's important. Well, uh, I just want to ask a quick question. Are there flames? It is fiery, right? It is an elemental explosion. It can be of my choosing. I think this one I particularly... Like, uh, I think I did want this one to be flames. Yeah. Thank you for uh, yes-anding my description. Would you like to roll the damage that you've done? I would. That is do, 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 2d6 plus caster level, which I assume is 1. Right? It's 1 for you, yeah. Wow, that's a that's a good amount of damage. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Didn't roll great, but that that is 5 damage. 5 damage. I'm making a note of it. and um, To the squirrel that set off the room. So it sounded like Rotilda wanted to kind of sneak out and kind of take a look carefully. Is anybody yeah. following her? I'm going to hit it while it's down, if I can. Corby, can't you use your flame sight? Ooh. To see, to see closer to uh, to the explosion and what's happening within you know, the explosion? I would love to know how to do that, but I was thinking about studying, and I was like, do I want to be able to blow stuff up or have flame sight? And Touché. I don't have flame sight. Oh, man. <laughs> that, is, that, time, that is the next Remember that one time build? we were sitting around talking about flame sight? Ah, God, I'm so yeah, sorry, no, buddy. Was that, a, was that a uh, art or a, uh, a spell, flame sight? It was a, it was a spell, right? They're both arts. Oh, okay. You didn't take that art. I did not. I only got one art, and I took Rune of Destruction. Very good. Okay, so um, people will have to go up and uh, bodily check out what has happened. Um, you can hear uh, Riggin screaming from uh, up in the tree. Now, he is uh, shouting and screaming in despair. Despair? Yes. He sounds very upset. Well, Rick? that's normal, but are there any words? Uh, the worms! Mm. Oh, dang, we're burning those worms. Okay, well, that's fine. If we yeah. killed the beast. You go, I'm, I'm going go to approach. Out. I'm approaching. I'm approaching. I'm not okay. checking it out. Rotilda, I believe, leaves the other two behind. Yeah. Well, Jazz yeah. is somewhere else. Jazz is in a different place. Rotilda, when you uh, arrive at the tree, uh, Riggin is clambering down it and actually trying to use, like, his gloves to, like, put out a fire on one of the pods hanging off of the tree. But you can see that. Let's see. Yeah, that sounds good. Uh, this many. Uh, like six pods on various trees have caught on fire, uh, and the trees are. Look, it's not going to be a forest fire, but there's uh-huh. there are some fires lit throughout. People will have yeah. to put them out, or the crop is going to be damaged. Uh, so he has begun doing that. 
the area where the explosion went off, there's a big glowing orange sort of crater. And um, uh, you do not immediately see any sort of body. Um, You may roll notice if you'd like. Okay. Uh, I don't have notice. So So it'll be a negative one. But in this case, it is only a difficulty of six. So you're going to roll 2d6 and minus one. That's a nat 12, baby! Oh, two nat 12s. <laughs> Rotilda, you immediately notice uh, a, a tiny burnt ball nearby, uh, and uh, poking it perhaps with your sword, you see that a small hedgehog uh, will, was blown uh, to smithereens by the blast. All right, cool. false alarm, folks. It was a hedgehog. Cool. Cool, cool, false cool. alarm, so I'm going to help um, put out fires. I can't then. cast any more spells today, so... Uh, well, it's nighttime. We'll have to wait till good. tomorrow anyway. Set a new yeah. trap. So if you guys want, you can um, go and find lodging, maybe at Gorex Games House, uh, and then try again tomorrow uh, so that our mage has spells, or you could continue uh, tonight. It is up to you. Well, I guess I do have spells. I just can't do that again. Well, I like that one. I thought you the trap was a really good idea. You actually can't cast anything else until you've rested. Why not? You, you can only ca- cast one a day. You have four spells. You can that prepare. That was not a spell. Oh, it was an art. That was an art. Oh, forgive me. You, you're fine. Yes, forgive me. Um, forgive yeah, you, you, <laughs> you, you, can, uh, you can cast spells, so you can continue on your adventure if you want. Let me see what I have in it. At nighttime? I mean, yeah, I guess it doesn't matter, but. It's completely up to you. You can wait till the morning. It kills things at dawn and at dusk. That makes me feel like it's nocturnal, right? Because that's what nocturnal creatures do. They kill things at dawn and dusk when things that are still alive during the day are awake and they've just woken up or they're finishing their night. So I don't know if going out at nighttime is, like, the best idea, you guys. Can we just, like, set up a tent and sleep on the wood? Sleep, like, right here? That, I'm going to say, Rotilda, sounds like a bad idea to me. If we were going to sleep, I would say we should go sleep not out here in a tent. I just didn't want to spend any money. You know me, I'm a tight purse strings. We can go sleep on the ground in the town. I'm sure we can convince someone to give us lodging. Okay. Yeah, let's try it. Um, very well. Are you going to head back into town and convince someone to give you lodging? I think that's a good idea. At least just for the night. I don't know. I just feel bad about... I don't feel good about going into the woods at night. I, I hear think, you. I think it would be better if we started in the morning. Well, Let's uh, do that. It yeah. would give you visibility issues going into the woods at night uh, because yeah. it would be very dark. So you head back into Edgewood Station, and who are you going to convince to give you lodging uh, for free? Bragamar Addis. Yeah, was yeah, Bragamar yeah, Addis? Was, was that his office or was that his house? That was his office, and so I need We can you, sleep you, in his office. We're going to sleep in uh, his office. He's burning the midnight oil. <laughs> he's burning the midnight oil. He's in his office. You won't even um, notice. Let's cut to the chase and give me a convince roll. Uh, and um, your convince is normally just... A, it's, is it at zero, Jazz? My convince is at zero. Let's see if um, he's been told 
that you guys destroyed some of his worms. We put the fires out. Sure. He actually hasn't been told that yet. So uh, normal convince roll will do difficulty of eight. Any of that fire that was from me magically disappears after a set amount of time. Right. Okay. Like it can set other stuff on fire, but the main fire disappears by itself. Okay. Two D6s. Yes, sir. And I have a a charisma bonus of one. Add one to that. Hell yeah. Eight. That is a success. And so he takes you to um, like uh, some rooms that are used for, that have big boilers in them. um, And uh, they set up some makeshift places where you can kind of lay and on top of these barrels and things. It's not very comfortable, but oh, it this is, is better a free than my bedroom at home. Huh? It's nice. It's got. I've a- slept in worse places for sure. Yeah, yeah. R- roofs all in one piece. There's you are not sheltered. A lot of rats. You are safe. The entire compound is sort of fenced in, so uh, no one needs to keep watch or anything. You feel like you can uh, you can rest easily, and so um, do you get up before the dawn or do you, what? What's the plan? Yeah, I want to get up before the dawn, and I want to head... I want to be at the woods by dawn, just in case something happens, I want to be around. Do people agree to this plan? I agree. I I also agree. I have a new plan. New plan? Well, I mean, your plan, but I have a new way to to do the plan. I'm excited. Let's go. You are walking through the uh, you know high grass that is wet with dew. The entire world has sort of a blue filter on it uh, because the first rays of sunlight are just starting to filter uh, through the woods, up over the woods uh, to uh, where you are walking, and you have come to the edge of the wood once again. What is your plan, Corby? Well, okay, first of all, new explosion's not going to be fire. Because I should have, like, new explosion is just going to be, like, air. Just, like, force. Big wind. A big wind. Big wind. I was thinking it could be earth, but I feel like that would also probably shrapnel and destroy the tree in a bad way. Mm. Um, My other plan was higher up on the... Do hedgehogs climb trees? Hedgehogs... uh, Don't climb trees. Do not climb trees. Okay. At least the ones in the latter earth don't. Ah, great point. Because I don't want, like, a lizard or something to step on this thing and blow it up. I feel like that's what we're asking for if we do it can again. You, can you make your rune, like, be weight pressure sensitive so it's not, it's not like, a one-pound lizard will yeah. set it off, but, it's, like, a... It's, it's, it's um... It's proximity. just feather light. Oh, Stuff gets man. close to it and it blows up. That's tough. That's tough. That's tough. You can't throw it? Yeah, if we put it on a thing that is throwable, we could do. It needs to, like, if we, uh, I don't know, if, if we put, like, a stick in the ground, we could do it to the top of the stick. But then, like, let's just ask him for a bird to land on it and blow it up. Yeah, that's a good point. I, I like think, the idea of putting it, like, halfway up the tree trunk. That's honestly what I thought I did last time, but the hedgehog got within two feet of it and blew it up. Snark. Hmm. So I, think I may just—I may only know one skill, and it might be useless. I don't know. Sort of I just want to try it again, and maybe we'll be luckier this time, and it won't be a hedgehog, and it'll be a monster. Let's try it again. We're here. 
Let's do it one more time. I just thought it was such a good idea. Like, Let's it didn't yeah. work. Let's but see like, what happens. Listen. I still believe in you. Listen, this That's is not a bad idea. Maybe, maybe we'll just do this every day for the next month until we get one. We're not you in know, a rush. No. Uh, you People may be joking around, but it's not, it's not impossible for you to do that. We can make time pass like that and keep, you know, just kind of quickly roll your attempts. But for now, let's let's handle this minute by minute. So once again, you're casting the rune, this time higher up on the tree, you said, right? A little higher. Okay, and uh, the others are hiding approximately 15 feet away in uh, behind trees and foliage. And then Seems you're running off. You're running off as well. Is that correct, That's uh, right. Corby? That's right. Okay. He's so, going to um, hide behind me. Here we go. You've set the rune. Um, a, a glowing rune is uh, about, what would you say, like chest high to a man on the tree or higher? Yeah, it's like I, I went and walked out and put my hand on it. Okay. So, you and, know, four uh, and a half feet up. Let's see how long it is before something uh, finds this uh, rune, if anything does at all. Okay. So uh, again, like an hour goes by, uh, there's more sunlight in the in the uh, sky. Soon it will be full day, and okay, <laughs> okay. Uh, are you watching the location? Yeah, eagle eye, baby. Okay. Um. All right. Um. Uh. A big brown lumbering shape comes uh, kind of scampering out of the wood. It is the size of a man. Um, you see a bunch of spines on its back sort of kind of move as it kind of uh, moves along. You see it pulling the pods off the side of the trees and and just biting into them. The juice from the worm uh, dripping and globby uh, droplets down onto the high grass. It moves toward your rune. It reaches to grab a pod above your rune, and it comes within two feet. Please roll your damage, Corby. Okay. For this porcupine man. <laughs> I, rolled this an ele- I rolled an 11, and that's plus one, so <gasps> that's 12 damage. <gasps> Boom! This time it's just air, you said, right? This time it's just force. Just the a man-sized yeah. creature goes flying across a small clearing, uh, smashes into the earth, actually near to, uh, let's say, uh, actually I'm going to decide this like this, smashes into the earth near Jazz uh, and uh, lays there motionless. Uh, the thing can now be examined. The sun comes up over the trees. It is full day. I'm I'm it, I'm sprinting to come be with Jazz and look at this thing. Oh man! Oh man! How close is it to where I'm at? It is within it is within five feet of you. I don't know if this thing is dead. Is it I dead? I don't I don't like not knowing these things. Corby, so, what are you doing? Hiding behind a tree. Yes, okay, great. Um, do you want to wait till Rotilda arrives, Jazz, or do you want to act? The thing lays there, it's not moving. Man. I'll put it, I'll put it this way. If it's not dead, we shouldn't be fighting it. <laughs> because that's twice as many hit points damage. as any of us have. Um, 
can I do... Okay, so I'm an assassin, and I can do this... I can do, like, an execution attack. That's right. Which is, like, I can I can sneak up on something and then attack it with... And it won't miss. I imagine right? it is not particularly in a noticing people mood. You, yeah. are, you still roll a skill roll based on your stab or shoot. Okay. I would so, say that this thing is uh, adequately... You know, it's prone, it's not facing you, so you can go ahead and make the execution attack now if you'd like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Brutal. Uh, I want to... Let's see how I want to, how I want to try this. Okay, let me... Let me... Let me... <laughs> let me pull my bow... And uh, Point I'm blank. Gonna, and I'm gonna shoot this thing. <laughs> oh wait, wait, wait! In the five feet away, brain. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm gonna do? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna dagger it because a melee okay. attack does not miss uh, mm-hmm. with an execution attack. So I'm going That's to cool. stab, sneak uh-huh. and stab. Do I have to do the sneak too? Or am I? Is it close? You actually don't have. To, you don't. Uh, you don't have to do the sneak, but let's do it for fun. Uh, <laughs> Give me uh, 2d6 uh, roll with your sneak skill in mind. You have a sneak zero, is that right? My sneak is at zero. Yeah, so no penalty. Go ahead and give me that sneak roll. Tell me how it goes. It's an eight. An eight. Okay, that's an excellent roll. Most things you run across will be an eight uh, difficulty. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you are. You now see where this thing's throat is. Um, and uh. you are now looking down and the sunlight shining on it. And it's uh, got a, a snout. And you see that it's back and its head are covered in spines. Um, it is it's a, a where hedge- porcupine. It's a hedgehog man. Yes. Oh my god! Oh, a hedgehog man. A hedgehog yes. man. It looks grotesque. Well, it looks like it has like other problems. Like it has like sort of like a hair lip to its face, uh, and one of its hands looks kind of stunted and not quite uh, as long and limber as its other arm. Are you going okay. to slash its throat? Yes. You do so. Um, oh, hot blood gushes from the wound, and if the thing wasn't dead before... Spoiler alert, it was dead before. The <laughs> wound killed oh, it. it. Yeah, totally got it. But it is completely safely dead now, with wow. no question. Jazz, I'm so glad you killed that, because my explosion clearly just knocked it out. Yeah, no, wow. Well, actually, here. Oh, I actually think you might have killed it, but you you can never be too sure. I once I once saw a man get snapped in half by a bear he thought was dead. Oh wow. Jazz, you've seen so much. Rotilda has arrived. Corby, do you join them now? Yeah, I do now. Um okay. So a hedgehog. Can I do, can I do a um can we like? Can I suspect we, like, that this yeah, is the work. Of, I suspect that this is the work of our good friend, Croth the Defiler. Croth the Defiler. I am now putting together a different picture. Picture this. Okay. You're a wizard. Yeah. You you suck big time. But <laughs> big. this is this is like your house. You have a big structure in the middle of the woods. All of a sudden, this company sets up shop in your territory. Noisy, full of worms. What are you gonna do? You're gonna take, you're gonna make a bunch of magical beasts 
and you're going to sick them on the people until the people go away and you get your forest back. Well, see, here's now what I... I think that is absolutely... You're nailing it, Borby. Um, and, that's exactly where I'm at. And you're a big worm. You're a big worm, and you don't like it all. Oh, you what think Crop is a big doing. worm? You're still on the big worm I thing. Think you're a big worm. Okay, you don't for like real. That this business is all these people taking little worms okay. away from you, the worm lord. Okay. Feels like there's several theories <laughs> I was with you, involved yeah. here. Well, okay. So here's the thing I'm worried about. This is a hedgehog man, and it is Croft <laughs> the Defiler. I'm really worried. We just killed a guy. We for sure yeah. did. No, no, no. This was a man. Sorry. This was can a I man. Do, can I do a magical, like, I guess, examination of this thing? You because can roll your, your magic skill. Great. Because from your description, I suspect that this, this is, is a, a guy. person that has oh. been forcibly turned into a hedgehog. Listen, it, Jazz. Is this her? Jazz, don't worry yeah. about it. We had to kill this hedgehog. You did kill it. Also, um, this is not Herm. Herm's mountain size. This is Herm's man size. size. This is a man. It could be Haman the scholar, the yeah, famous it scholar. Be, it could be Haman the scholar. You you might have killed Haman. But not Herm. Um, but not Herm. And I wouldn't worry about it, Jess. You had to do what you had to do to save us. Okay, I have a one in magic, so do I add that to this? Yeah, you'll add roll? that to this roll, yeah. And we're definitely going to get at least 100 silver for it. So 100 silver for killing a guy. I've killed so many guys, um, and I haven't gotten any silver for that's, it. So. That's only a seven. A great point. A seven? Yeah. Okay, um, I will just say that you know of no known spell that can transform a man into this horrible hedgehog-man hybrid. And to you and your limited experience as a level one mage, Corby, mm-hmm. it speaks of elder magics. Uh, of things that the uh, old Vothians knew how to do or perhaps even the outsiders. Listen. I don't... I I have a new theory. There's no way there's no way the Defiler did this. Why? This is too next level. You could never figure something like... What if Croth is next level? Why are you underestimating Croth right now? If that's the case... We should leave immediately <laughs> because none of us are in a in a, in a in a in a scenario where that's a fight that we're walking away from. And that's a great point. Can I examine the the face and body of this hedgehog man to see if there's any remnants of man left? That's yeah. A, that's there's an sign of intelligence or clothing or yeah, like a. Anything that would tell us if this was actually a man or this hedgehog. Because, see, guys, you could really do it one of two ways. Do you take a hedgehog and make it a man? Make it a man. Or do you take a man and make it a hedgehog? hedgehog. So I want to see if this is the hedgehog from yesterday, but him saying to life and big. He He could easily be using dark magics to give humanity. Two hedgehogs. hedgehogs. Okay, and that so then, I don't mind so much. No, I don't that mind I that. I feel like it's like... It's kind of nice. That's Make a no nice. roll while you're looking at it. What do I use? Two C6s again? Mm-hmm. And uh, you, have, you don't have no, so it'll be at negative one. I do. Um, do you have a intelligence modifier? Oh, I don't think so. No, it's 11. Okay. All right, here we go. Oh, a five. However, okay. 
However, I'm an expert and I have a skill called masterful expertise that allows me to re-roll any non-combat roll to see if I can be successful. Hell yeah. That's now, you, how many times a day can you do that? Does it One say that? One million times a day. Yeah, I'm going to go read the paragraph myself. Every day. <laughs> every single every time. time. Sure. I think it's every single time, I think actually. it's every day, every don't, time. Don't check. I don't think it is. Uh, you don't need to check. I just checked, and it's every single time. Yeah, I said every day, every time. Don't even worry about it. Close the book. Well, we don't need to know right this second, so you can go ahead and... Do you want to use that now? Perhaps perhaps it is... Once once per scene. Once Uh per scene. Okay, that's pretty good. So uh, go ahead. I would would go ahead and use that. Once per scene is a lot. That's pretty good. And it's a seven. A seven. Um, I'm sorry... Uh, there's just no way to tell whether this is, uh, as you have put it, a man turned into a hedgehog or a hedgehog turned into a man. It was a good thought, Jazz. It was a really good Listen, thought. Here's what I know about magic is that you can't know anything about it. That's true. So I you don't need to be embarrassed about that at all. I do think you're probably wrong about that, Corby, but I love the energy, and so mm-hmm. I'm with you. I agree with you, what you just said. <laughs> um, Let's drag this hedgehog man back to town and get our 100 silver that's at least worth something yeah Let's and do also it. do we have the little hedgehog from yesterday <laughs> yeah cause that's evidence did you keep it <laughs> um yeah certainly you can have the little hedgehog from yesterday I okay. didn't keep it Corby it's, you kept it, it it's in it's kind of in pieces and very badly burnt but yes oh, I don't want it. it no that's horrible <laughs> that's a nightmare I buried it I buried it and I gave it a little a I made funeral. it a little grave <laughs> You arrive back at the offices, if that is uh, still what you're going to do. And uh, true to his word, Bragamar Addis, uh, he puts a, a, a handkerchief over his face as he's looking at the thing like, Oh, God. Oh, God. Why are you it's doing disgusting. that? It doesn't smell. I don't want it to, to release some sort of vapor. <laughs> no, no. Um, okay, well, I'll, we'll leave it outside then. It's you don't clearly want a wicked thing. It's definitely wicked. But true to my word... You've killed a beast, possibly the beast that was killing my men based on those claws. So, uh, he opens the safe. 100 silver. He throws it down on the uh, table in front of you. That's so awesome. Thank you so much, dude. Since I am the leader, I'm going to keep it. Um, And for all of us. Okay, guys? Yep. Does that sound right? Yep. Why are you making it sound so suspicious? Um, because I don't want I don't want to carry it. I don't want you guys to know that I'm gonna I want to spend it all on Leonard. My horse. But I'm not going to, not yet, but I want Are you embarrassed that you don't know how to divide that number by three? Uh, I wasn't taught math in my (laughs) in my life. Okay. Um, so no, I cannot do that. I can do that um, if that's if that's the issue. I can do that for you. Yeah, sure, if you want to. And then I'll know exactly how much I can spend on Great. things like Leonard. Well, why, don't, like uh, Leonard. why don't I take 33, Corby? I'll take 33. And, and then, you as the leader, Atilda, you could take 34. Love that. I was Thank you so much. Wow, you guys, we're really, our, we're a real team. Do you believe trio. that you've solved the problem now? Absolutely not. Uh, There's no way that this was the only thing going on out there. Uh, and the real team jazz trio, still working on it, oh, is, it's closer. is we're getting there. 
Um, this could have killed one of the people, but what are the odds this one thing killed them all? There's a bunch of these guys, right? Uh, they come from be. a tower and they're magical and it's a, a defiler and we're in way over our heads. How I'm many actually do you think spiraling. there are out there? Oh, 12, 13. Who uh, can say? Could uh, be more. <laughs> if I were you, I'd wrap this whole thing up. I'd move out. But I'm not you. And uh, I'm spiraling a little bit and think I'm actually good for right now. Corby, Corby, you're good, buddy. You're all good. You're safe. You did a great job. We couldn't well, have done this. Well, if you want more of my silver, you'll bring more of these bodies back. Okay. I'm impressed. <sighs> thank you. No, this was great. So thank you so much. Be careful out there. Thank you so much. We are just going to chat in here for a little while yeah, longer. Do you mind if we chat here mind. or would you rather we go somewhere right else? In your office. Please don't chat in my office. Okay. Thank you so much. We will. Let's go um, to, can we actually, I would love to actually sort of go to Gorek's game house real quick and I, oh. I need like a drink. Yeah, absolutely. Right Calm your nerves or something, buddy. For sure. Let's go get a drink. Yeah, let's Very good. Uh, you arrive and uh, Emra brings you the drinks that you have asked for. Hey, Emra. Thanks for the drink. You didn't used to be a hedgehog, right? <laughs> a hedgehog? You don't have any yeah. memories of like you wake up in the middle of the night. You're like, oh, I thought my back had quills on it, but it doesn't. I'm fine. No, I'm sorry. That, that doesn't sound familiar. You don't okay. need to be sorry. I love that answer. Yeah, that's um, actually great news for us. Are both your arms the same length? Just super quick. Super quick. Yep. Those are great. Okay, Don't let great anyone arms. tell you otherwise. Really nice. Milky white skin, very Have soft you looking. Found anything? Yeah, hmm? we killed Have a big hedgehog anything? man. Learned no. Killed yeah. yes. Um so <laughs> here's the problem, y'all, Jazz, Matilda. So there's another murder probably happening right now, because we're in here and we're not out there. And right. as, if, as if to say, the problem has not been solved. Like Absolutely not. Like, right I on mean, cue. I'm expecting a farmer to come right through that door at any moment. Yeah. Being like, well, it's another one. I Emma, mean, uh, only time will tell. Oh, yeah. Time will definitely tell. The, you, when there's bodies, they just keep piling up. You say the best stuff. Yeah, like yes. I, I hated that, but the way you said down. it is like so true. Ah, uh, you just sound so cool all the time. So what's the what were you going to uh, say to Emma? Emma, I just wanted to just wanted to ask you: Do you ever have nightmares? Um, yes, sometimes. Tell me, um, tell I'm me so of them. Sorry. I do you need like see myself. Running through leaves, weeds, flowers, vegetation everywhere. It surrounds me and I I can't cut it down. I can't pull it away. I can't I can't get out. I'm trapped trapped inside of it. It's like a, a grove that closes in on me. And within these nightmares have you ever seen a tower? A structure. Oh, a house for a man named Cross the Defiler. Does that mean <gasps> anything to you? Yes. Yes, that name sounds familiar. And I see in my mind's eye a, a tower. I think I even know where it is. 
Oh. Oh, okay. Quick, okay. grab she some points towards the woods, and she points far to the southwest. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. cool. We really you know. appreciate you. Well, don't go looking the... for it. Yeah, we don't I think don't that's think a great idea. To. You said you weren't going to the last time we met, right? You're good here. I couldn't possibly. Good. Good, good. That's great. Yeah, I think that's for the best. I'm terrified. Yeah, you should be. Yeah, it sounds right. I'm also terrified, just for the record. And I haven't even seen it in my nightmares. My nightmares are totally different. I think I'm going to put a silver on bugs, and then that's going to be probably it for me tonight. So I looked, and luck save is actually 10 uh, minus your level. Okay. So uh, let me double check that, but I'm pretty sure it's actually right on the sheet. Yeah, that is yeah. what it says. Ten minus level. So, um, for your uh, silver that you put on bugs, please roll a luck save. That's oh no, it's sixteen. No, no luck. It says it ten says minus 16 level. On my it sheet. says sixteen minus level on my sheet too. Are you sure? It's not, it's not even the number. It's not I even sent you the sheets. The sheets yeah, from says, you. Says the sixteen minus me. level. That's what it says. All right, well, that makes it harder, so uh, go ahead. Try to roll. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's a, a 2d6, right? Or maybe it makes it easier, because you're, you're trying to roll. You're trying to roll. Yeah, no, no, no. You're trying to roll. You're trying to roll above. It, you're um, trying to roll it or above, so. Um, on a d20. Yeah. On a d20. Got it. That's a natural 20, my friend. No yeah. way! So um, you bugs! now have... You now turn that one silver into two silver. <laughs> Boom! And that 20 on one With silver. I feel great. I'm quitting while I'm ahead, baby. Good job, buddy. I Take love that. Take my one silver and get out of here. You know what? I think that's an omen. I think we did a really good job. I don't think there's did. any more think we're hedgehog done. men in the woods. I, I don't think a farmer's going to come rushing in at any moment and say... <laughs> Another worker's been eaten. Let's go back to Bragmar's office and get some sleep. Let's go celebrate. Well, it's the middle of the day, but you can certainly sleep again if you'd like. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just hang out and party for the rest of the afternoon to celebrate what a great work we've done. And then we'll celebrate by snuggling in Bragmar's office later. I'm just feeling like I put in a day's worth of effort. Into yeah. casting that rune, yeah. Um, sure. So, do you want to wait to? What, what is the plan? What is the next steps? I travel on, I guess, because I think we did it. I think yeah, we nailed this, it. This time, we do. Unless, do we want to go into the woods and see that tower? I'm scared of the tower. As you a pure sandbox game, I must respect any decision you have to travel on. Okay. Here's my question. Do we like? Here's, here's the threads that I would like to tie up. Where Herm. Where right? Herm. Where Herm. Also, where. Heyman. Where Heyman. Where Heyman Piper. Where Herm. Where Heyman Piper. And then also, Croth the Defiler mm. sounds like a man who would kill us all immediately. For Perhaps. sure. So, like, Perhaps. I want to go there and check that out, but also, I do not feel adequately prepared to do that. So that's where that's what's on this my scales right now. 
Yeah. Maybe we just do a reconnaissance mission. It's the middle of the day. It seems to be the safest time. To the tower. To go into the forest. And it is in the southwest part of the forest. So perhaps we could just keep traveling until we see it. And if not, we're going to be trapped. We don't know how far it is out there. Look, it's an old school dungeon crawl RPG. At some point, you're going to have to journey into the wilderness. And at some point, you're going to have to camp there overnight. It's just... So how right. these You'd like work. that, wouldn't you? Well, <laughs> you love for us to go and do Mister, that. Mr. Made, I made up 18 more characters for you on day yeah. two. No yeah. problem. Well, the joke's on we you. Spend, what if we spend all our time <laughs> putting it on us? Don't We're let me influence you. Gorex. Don't let me influence you too much. Don't let me make you do something you don't want to do. If you guys want to do careful like kind of going a little bit in and then coming back to town that's certainly uh, that's certainly possible certainly up to you that's at least what we should do today yeah in the event that we do have to camp in the woods that is actually a scenario that I can somewhat protect us for once a day that's pretty cool alright is there a uh, is there an, an an armorer or a blacksmith in this town I'm a blacksmith what do you need <laughs> uh, yeah, we, I mean, uh, a current, a current black. You know, you used to be like a, a non-magical yeah, blacksmith. Well, no, 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 like a non-magical blacksmith. I think right, is right, right. Somebody yeah, just like yeah. really, really into blacksmithing, right? Like a real good smithy. You know, maybe we could just. But a normal might. guy, not like a cool magic guy like you. Right, right, right. right. He can't do what you can do. Just no, a no, normal no, no. guy. No, he took I'm all confused. that time and put do it into smithing. You need something from me or not? <laughs> no, I, I thought, don't think well, so, buddy. We've got time. We've got money. We might. Look into uh, oh, purchasing yeah. some new upgrading equipment. Our I don't gear. know if there's a smith here, but there's je- there's definitely a general store, right? Right, game master. There is. There's a ge- <laughs> sorry, sorry. I was uh, quickly adding some notes. Yes, there is a, a company store. But is okay, there a smith? Uh, certainly, certainly. Okay. Oh, okay. Well, no. Th- I mean, look. There's not really like a full blacksmith shop, but the company store has stuff that's been sent down from the capital. Okay, word. What are you trying to purchase? I don't know some more stuff. That's what I'm trying to figure out. What do you? What I would you a like? A bunch of stuff. A oh, bunch of stuff. <laughs> like better, better we need armor. Stuff. Or <laughs> yeah, nice. A Can really I make nice my blade? S- well, yeah, I, I gotta tell you, my favorite part of any role-playing game, especially shopping. One that's especially one that's being aired for mass consumption is the slow shopping trip. Uh, <laughs> why don't we do this to kind of speed it up? You're gonna really Each like of you it. tell You're me really like it montage, though, montage. Pretty Each of you montage. tell me one thing that you'd really like to buy that you think is important. And it could be like a pack of things like, Oh, I want everything I need to camp, right? Something like that. Or oh. I want to make sure that I'm never in trouble. If it gets dark, like I always have light to see by and we'll I have quickly three torches. You have three torches right now, exactly. I have the adventuring gear uh, page open. What are we purchasing? Yeah, I want camping stuff. I want camping stuff. Stuff that we can, so if we camp, we are comfortable and well-fed and and all of that business. Okay, so I'm going to say that you, um, to to camp, you need rations. So you you buy some rations. Do you want um, like a week of rations? Does that sound good? Yeah. 
That costs you five uh, silver. And okay. then you're also going to get a tent. Hmm. I'm not seeing it here, but I'm going to say that that costs you 15 silver. Oh, my. Okay. Yeah, I think that that makes sense. And, and then I then, just want to buy a little treat for Leonard. And a, a little, little treat one. for Leonard, one yeah. silver. Okay. A little treat. Okay. I love, and I love that tent my little is, guy. That tent is premium. It's large enough for all three of you to fit in if you uh, all don't four mind sleeping. Uh, oh, all, well, the horse as well? He'll lay down. <laughs> we, we spoon. <laughs> okay. We're very close. Okay. Uh, what would other people like? Uh, Corby. I'm good. You're good. Uh, Jazz, what are you looking to purchase? Love love to find some throwing blades. Some throwing blades. Okay, so weaponry. Um, if you want some throwing blades, then I can tell you that each of those will cost three silver pieces. And they need to be Thanks. readied, right? So normally I'm going to imagine that you're carrying... you got to tell me what weapon you have readied. And then if you are pulling out the throwing blades, you have to tell me that, and that's like an action to kind of do that. No doubt. Um, I How would many... like... They're three apiece? Yeah. Uh, I'll take five. So, uh, oh my so, God. Uh, are you not planning on picking them back up after you throw them? Good for you. Big spender here. So uh, We're going to rip those right out of whoever we stick them in. Here in the company script, uh, the company store, the man says, "Scripper, scripper, silver," and you all pay silver. But you can see that um, the workers here uh, pay in like these, um, these like paper, this paper money that has the Angra Bedu Corp logo on it. Bedu bucks, Bedu bucks, exactly. Um, it's so a now real company you have, town. So now you have purchased some things that you wanted. I, I, I really don't want to rush you through this. I want to. I want to be a good game master and allow you to shop some more if you if you need to. So, is there anything else you could think that you might want to have? Yes, okay. I need several small lamps or candles that can be set on the ground. <laughs> Interesting. This <laughs> is okay. Is this just so you can have them on hand when you need to? <laughs> yeah. When you uh, need to show off. A lantern costs 10 silver. Uh, and smaller a, a than that. What a pint of oil. You want a candle, you said. Just oh, like a, a candle bunch is, of candles. A candle is one copper piece. So hey. you can have as many of those as you want for one silver, I'm going to say. I mean, we got 10 of them, right, for a silver. Okay, great. If yep, they're that a copper right. piece, yeah? Yeah. Great. <laughs> Take... 20 candles. Okay. Two silver, please. And you have your 20 candles. Um, Wow. I want to come out. I want to come out uh, with like bags in my hands and like twirling from the store and go. (laughs) I've seen my family do that. I've always wanted to. (laughs) That was fun. Um, And so your your inventories have been uh, augmented by your new purchases. Uh, I love in-game economy. So fun. So fun talking about exchange rates. Uh, but now we are going to move back to the adventure. And let me know where you would like to go next. I think we're heading out towards the We're going to the woods. Right? Yeah, we're going in a beeline southwest structure word. Okay, great. So um, uh, you um, are on the farm first. And then you are heading into... Uh, the woods proper, past where the the worms are hanging onto the trees, and deeper into the woods. Correct. Mm-hmm. The sunlight um, almost doesn't 
make it through the thick canopy above you. Uh, but in place, it comes down in very clear shafts where there's small openings. And in those openings, you can see just like tiny, you know, clouds of like pollen and vegetation because it's very lush here. You are uh, here during the spring when everything is very verdant and full. And in fact, uh, walking is kind of tough because there isn't a clear path here at all. And so you're having to constantly step over old rotting logs. And uh, there's a lot of thorns here and brambles that kind of uh, become very thick. And in fact, you're going to need to use your swords to kind of cut through them in places. Uh, And you travel uh, for, um, uh, just to be clear, uh, to get through the first kind of area of six miles, you, it'll take you about a day. To this kind place of fully, is more than six miles To kind miles of fully away. explore it. To kind of fully explore this. Well, this this first place that you're headed to through the southwest, uh, you might call it a hex of territory, is about six miles wide. If you want to fully explore it, it'll take you a day. If you want to be, keep beelining toward the southwest, then it might take you less time. But you're going to get farther away from uh, the farm and the, the 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 village as you do so. Mm. We don't need to explore the. We're not looking for something in the like. This is a structure, right? We either find it or we don't. You want to yeah. beeline till you find the structure. Is that correct? That's, that's my. I mean, that's my gut. What do you, What do you two think? I don't necessarily want to look for trouble in these woods when I know that I'm headed. I, the devil you the trouble you know I guess right? we might run into another like porcupine man or hedgehog man if it's certainly explore. possible I want to be careful but I, I'm not sure. looking to like know what's in these woods Learn. I'm trying to spend a day examining every hex of this forest yeah that I have no interest in doing okay great um so then to get through that first uh that first thick Area. I'm gonna just roll a D8 to see how many hours it takes you when you get through each area of like six miles, going as fast as you can. And unfortunately, the first time I rolled an eight, so it and just it, to be clear, it takes six hours to explore a hex thoroughly, but to no, go no, right it through takes it a day one. to explore a, a hex day. thoroughly. Great. Okay, so we saved four hours. You saved a, you saved sixteen hours right now. And we um, sleep for half the day. Okay, so you're moving through the. Okay, so you're moving through, (laughs) you're moving through, and uh, let's see here. Okay, Um, during, uh, you know, after you've been, like, kind of moving through for eight hours, I need notice rolls from everybody. Yeah. That is a skill I actually do have. Oh, Jesus. So no minus, but I rolled one good and one bad. I rolled a six minus one. I rolled a five. I rolled a seven. Okay. Five, seven, seven. Okay. Um, All right. Um, So um, you're as surprised as it is when you guys come out into a little clearing uh, and you see across the clearing emerging from the woods uh, a man sized hog. (gasps) Thick tusks. Hairy mane, snorting. Uh, it's got a big bulbous belly. It's completely naked, uh, and it's got uh, long, like hoof-like hands. 
uh, and it notices you, uh, and it immediately starts squealing and running toward you. Please roll a D8, and uh, does anybody have a dexterity bonus? A dexterity modifier that's in the positive. No. No? Okay. So the way initiative in this game works is both sides roll a D8, and whoever rolls higher is the one to go first. I rolled a six. Uh, only one of you should roll, the one with the dexterity bonus. But because none of you have a dexterity bonus, let's just go with Corby's roll of a six, okay? Sorry, y'all. That's okay, because you won the initiative. Your entire party can go before this thing does. It's running across the, uh, it's running across towards you. Um, so you get a main action and a move action on your turn. And then you can do a lot of what's called an on-turn action or instant action, which are things like... Um, you know, uh, uh, pulling something out of a pack or dropping to prone or talking. Um, so a main action is, is doing something like attacking or uh, casting a spell. And a move action is moving, obviously. The thing is currently, we're going to say... The thing is currently 40 feet away from you. 40 feet? Mm-hmm. And it's running toward you. You guys can go in any order you'd like. It squeals. You see uh, thick, foamy saliva dripping from its jowls. And you see its red little beady eyes staring at you in fury and hatred. I'm going to move into the front of the group with my sword readied. Um... And I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for him to get close enough, and then I'm gonna take a big old chop at him. Big okay, chop. great. Would you like to uh, do something which is called a delayed action, <laughs> meaning that uh, you can do a instant action on it, meaning uh, on its turn you can attack when it arrives at you? Yes. Okay. That is what I want to do. I believe it's called a delayed action. So basically, you are ready to chop the second it gets close enough. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, Rotilda comes forward, raises her shield and her sword, and prepares to attack the thing. It is still 40 feet away, running toward you. What are Corby or Jazz going to do? Uh, can I uh, Can I get out of sight? Like, like run into the bushes nearby? Yeah, and give me a sneak roll. You and you. Ugh. I rolled a four. Okay. Uh, a four is not very good, uh, but suffice <laughs> oh, to say that you that you kind of crouched down a little ways away. Is that right? Okay. And I'll allow that to be a move action if you'd like to do something else as a main action, like shoot at it or perhaps you leave it at that. Um, can I re-roll using... Masterful expertise. You certainly can. Hell yeah! Come on, Daddy, get out of sight. <laughs> I rolled a five. Come on, Daddy. Not <laughs> good. Not good. All right, you're crouched nearby. You still haven't used a main action if you if you'd like to. You can shoot it, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, let's let's let one fly at the homie. Yeah. Okay. I think you that's also just it. bought a bunch of shiny knives. Yeah. Throw. And 
And I do a lot of damage, I think. <laughs> so, so uh, in order to hit, you're going to roll that d20. You're going to add your dexterity and shoot skill to the result. And you're going to try to beat the thing's AC, its armor class. Ooh, that's a 17. That's really good. What is your shoot skill? My shoot skill is a zero. Okay, no penalty then. And uh, what is your... You don't have a dexterity bonus. And I don't don't have a dexterity bonus. Okay, so a 17 flat, and that is a hit. So you can go ahead and roll the damage of your bow. Is that d20? Uh, I don't think that your bow does d20 damage. I think it's it's 2d20. I don't... (laughs) Think that it yeah, is. I have, a, um, I have a large bow. I forget. I think it's. I think it's one d eight. Bow large. It is one d eight. Whoa! Nice. We did it, team. Nice. Three, three. Okay. Uh, all right. It's dead. No, actually, the uh, the arrow hits its uh, chest, and the thing keeps running, Uh, and it keeps running toward you, uh, squealing uh, awfully. um, And uh, you know, bugs and like birds are like you know flying out of the clearing uh, at the ruckus this thing is making as it uh, roars toward you, Corby. What are you going to do? Um, I'm gonna turn to. uh, turn to Rotilda and be like, "You got this, or do you want help?" I think Keep I in got. Mind, you want help? No more help from me for the rest of the day. <laughs> <laughs> I really think I got. This. I think you did too. Good job, team. And I sort of like back up <laughs> with, with my shield up. This thing moves very quickly. It moves farther than 30 feet per round, so it now immediately closes those 40 feet between you three and it, and it arrives right in the middle of your melee range, uh, Rotilda. So what? you have delayed your action. You waited for this. You can now take your attack if you'd like. Shopping. Yeah, yeah I would like to do that. Um, I think... What are my modifiers to hit? I know my modifiers for damage, but do I have any modifiers to hit? Yeah, you have a plus one attack bonus because you're a level one fighter. And then if you have a strength bonus of plus one, then that would be plus two. Great. So I rolled a two. Um, Not enough. However, I, as a warrior, have veteran's luck. And I may turn a missed attack that I have into a hit. Once per scene, I think. Once per scene. Okay. Once per scene. Never it's a better a time than right now. Yeah, there's damage. no better time than right now. Yeah. So, okay. Um, here's my damage. It is 1d6 plus 1. Okay. 1d6, 4 plus 1, which is 5. And then I do 4 shock damage. With your shock damage, the thing is dead. Uh, comes near Rotilda, who slices and dices it uh, ably, and it falls uh, slaughtered to the ground. Steam, a little bit of steam coming from its wounds, uh, and uh, it looks uh, quite dead. Rotilda, can I just say, when you first took that swing, I was like, there's no way that's going to connect. And then it did. I was surprised. 
right? Oh, and then uh, actually also, no, yeah, that, no, that is it. It's crazy, right? It's shocking how violent I can be. It's shocking. Very shocking. I was, like, very impressed. I'm shocked. It's, I'm shocked. It was... It was hard growing up like this, but now that I'm in the woods and there are um, hogmen, uh, it kind of seems like a blessing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, I, I wouldn't have you any other way. Looking down guys. at this thing, it looks like a warthog or a feral hog like you'd find in a temperate forest like this. Um, and uh, But, of course, it is like the hedgehog man. Uh, it has been turned into or looks like it has become somehow man-like uh it also has the markings of uh deformity you know uh like one of its hands has like fingers and the other one is just a hoof ends it like a hoof well i don't want to say this but we have to take at least part of this back to get paid for it oh that's a good point should we should we cut off a, a hoof maybe i put it in my bag of holding we have that right <laughs> i think if you just snatch the head it ought to do it yeah, but that's someone has to carry the head. It's so gross, Jack. I'm very. Oh, we'll put it on Leonard. We'll yeah, put it on Leonard. On we'll stow oh, it Leonard's on Leonard. with you. I forgot. Are you leading uh, your horse through the woods here? Of course I am. Okay, great. He's no my problem. Best friend. Okay, no problem. Uh, that makes sense. Okay, um, so you have uh, the horse, and you are you going to chop off its head and and kind of put it in the saddlebag? Yeah, it's clear that you it's can a tell man it's a pig hog and man. not a pig pig, right? From its head, or is it like a pig head on a man? You can tell that it is not a normal feral hog. Right. Great. So we'll take right. the head then. Yeah, for sure. I'll I'll saw that off real good, and then I'll I'll tie it to the back of Leonard. All right. I just uh, uh, really quick, gang. I just really uh, just I feel like I noticed something here. But whatever, whoever's doing this, if it's Croth or somebody else, they haven't figured like it out yet. Yeah. And, you know, like, they haven't perfected it. Yeah, it's sloppy work. You, it's, it's, it's not perfect. These are these are experiments to a, a greater thing. And if... Yeah. And, if, and an army of well-made animal men could take this city in a second. Oh, I for truly sure. think that the two animal men that we have seen already could probably have taken this city. If they had not been focused on being like animals, like the yes. second that these things learn to like follow orders, we have a huge problem. Absolutely. Big problem. Big problem. So, okay, so we'll we'll keep our eyes peeled. Are you going to continue to head to the southwest? Yes, what time is eight it? Eight hours. <laughs> eight hours have passed. It took you a lot longer to get through that uh, section. You know, you were beelining it, but it took it still took you longer than you thought because the vegetation is so thick, the ground is so uneven and hard to tread through. Um, so, if you uh, continue a couple more hours, it is going to get dark. Should we? Should we camp? Let's camp. Here? Let's camp here. Great. Where we know at least there's one place that doesn't have a, a monster man there's in it. There's a pig man, and he's dead. He's already dead, so. Surely there's just, no others. No, and they can't probably move. They can't not, move. I just not would like right to say, here. I would yes, just like to say, this is a bad idea. Okay, oh, well okay. then, I have actually moved, a good idea. We moved closer to where we think the beasts are coming from. And Correct. it's their hour of feeding, the magic hour. Yeah. And and that would not be a good time for us to close our eyes and trust and the forest. Go to sleep. That's will a it be really faster good to point. move through this 
area now that we've done through it once the next I think, time we try. I think I'll, I'll still kind of roll to see how many hours it takes you. Um, mm, it's definitely take taking a lot less than if you were to fully explore it. So, Okay. Well, I guess we could just keep exploring. That's a great point. That's a and great go point. go home. We could explore on our way back. Sure. Should we go home? Let's get paid. Let's go let's get put, paid. Let's I do like getting bugs. paid. Oh, you're so right. Let's go home and put one on bugs. Okay. Let's see how long it takes you. What happened to my DA? Well, we're exploring on our way back. Oh, are you going to... Well, you know, are you fully... You're fully exploring this area on your way back. Is that correct? Casually exploring this area. Is that you're not a game option? Yes. <laughs> it is. It means you're moving with quickness, actually. Okay. Oh, okay. Um, it. I'm sorry. I don't know why I, I'm suddenly having dice luck, but it takes you eight hours to kind of move through on your way back. Better now than when you're attacking. Uh, which it took you eight hours to get this far, and it is going to be full dark before you arrive at home, but let's see if any kind of encounter comes up while you're moving through here. Oh my god, I can't believe this. Okay. So, An adult um, red dragon like swoops out of the sky. Say goodbye to your character. <laughs> you are moving uh, back through uh, the forest, and you uh, suddenly see maybe some of the lights of Edgewood Station ahead, and you know that you don't have far to go. And you can see now the uh, pods on the trees. Um, uh, and... Uh, as you uh, move toward them, you suddenly hear. Uh oh. Another hedgehog man. Another and something man. You look ahead and you see a massive man. A mountain of a man. God damn it. With a big red <sighs> mustache. But something's wrong with his head. It's become huge and bulbous on one side, and that eye looks milked over, and he is just pulling the silkworms off the side of the tree and biting into them. And uh, let's uh, see if uh, he notices you. Please, uh, please, you know, let's see if you notice him first or he notices you first. Please roll notice. Probably the person who just has the best notice should do it, but... um, do, um, do any I, of us have notice? I do. I have it at zero. Go for it, bud. That's 2d6, yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, five, six, seven, eight. Eight. He rolled an 11. He noticed you first. Uh, but you both noticed each other. You both succeeded. Um, so uh, he uh, throws down the pods and comes towards you. Uh, and he's speaking with a man's voice. And he runs toward you naked through the wood. Uh, and uh, like uh, just like the, the, the warthog, there's like thick foam dripping from his mouth and his mustaches. And he uh, lunges toward you. And that is where we will end today's session. That is the end of today's uh, adventure so far. When Herm, we come the back, ma- the mountain Herm, of a man. He's back, Herm. Herm. Oh no! When we come back, we will delve more secrets of the forest. Probably meet a lot more beast people, uh, and uh, possibly get to the tower of Croft the Defiler, or figure out Emra's mysterious history. Tune in next time. Uh, thank you, Zach Reno, Mary Lou, and Edgar Blackman. You guys were fantastic. Follow them on their socials. Tell them how much you love them. We'll see you next time, Glass Cannon Nation. 
Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at patreon.com slash glasscannon.